The thread is a resource for parents that encourages them to actively engage in every phase of their child's life. The fabric of the family is made stronger by parents who are intentional about growing with their kids. Better parents build stronger families. Be sure to visit our YouTube page so that you can subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you are notified every time we post a new episode. Enjoy today's episode with our host, Robert Purvey. And make sure you're sharing this link tonight. We're having a great conversation. Uh, Tara was great and talked about motherhood. And so being a dad, absolutely love my kids and I love uh, fathers. I love black fatherhood, fathers that are standing up in their families, standing up in their homes. And it, it's cool. It's cool when you talk to moms, come moms, y'all are great. Y'all are great. And take nothing away from moms. Mom, you are amazing. But it's something about dads. It is something about good fathers that just solidifies and cements the foundation of a kid. And so with that in mind, this next segment, uh, we're talking about how dads make the difference, how dads make the difference. And we have a guest uh, here, Mr. Lubbock Smith. Lubbock Smith is a husband, father, a lover of Christ. And we're going to have a great conversation on how dads make the difference. So uh, thank you for coming on, my man. Appreciate you. Thank, thank, thank you for talking. We're we going to have a good time. So, so for the next few minutes, we're just going to talk about how dads just make the difference. Man, man, so, so I, don't, I don't know your story, and so I want you to tell our audience, did you grow up with a father? Well, the dynamic of fatherhood for me was a bit interesting because my father was in my life uh, starting out uh, as a child for about nine years. Mm -hmm. And then my father went to prison, actually, for 10 years at the age of nine. Okay. Uh, so for me... Um, you know, growing up in the church, you know, both of my parents being, being evangelists and my father being like one of the prominent, you know, preachers in the church going yeah. to prison, like kind of, you know, you know, mess with your mind a yeah. bit. But at the, in the same sense, I had a great relationship with the Lord growing up. My mom and my dad um, is still um, the fear of the Lord in my heart at a mm -hmm. young age. You know, they say, uh, you know, spread the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Uh, that's basically how we got down in our household. I get it. Um, but, that rod wasn't spared. Oh, no, definitely wasn't spared at all. Still ain't spared to this day. Uh, so, um, but, but in terms of just that, um, when my dad went to prison, um, my Little League uh, football coach, uh, Willie Weeks, mm -hmm. from the Oak Cliff Jets, uh, I'm actually born and raised Oak Cliff all day. Okay. Uh, still to this day. Um, but uh, he, he, he stepped in, um, actually was looking for me for two weeks, mm. um, Finally found me because I had quit football when my dad mm -hmm. had left. Uh, football was my way of being able to, you know, kind of be a, a boy trying to mm -hmm. become a man. Yeah. Uh, seeing my father. But at the same time, um, was like that was my way of connecting with him. Yeah. And so when he left, I was like, well, I can be talented at football, you know, all day, but he's gone. Right. What's the right. point for football right. anymore? Right. And so he finally found me, found me and my mom. Uh, found where we lived, talked to us for literally like two hours mm -hmm. and was like, straight up, your son is going to be f do phenomenal things in, in football. It's going to take him far in life. And if he can get back to playing, it's going to take him really far, so much so, I think, to the NFL. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, I'm going to be like a father to him. I'm going to do everything I can to pour into him. So he turned from being to my coach to being my mentor to, yeah. to this day, I call him Pops. Yeah. So. Um, the dynamic of fatherhood, you know, I think a lot of times people think there has to be a biological father. I think that it's a person who takes on that role of being a father to a person yeah. and molding them into everything that God has called a young man to be in life. So, Lubby, you said a mouthful, and I, man, I love all of that. One thing you said about how a man stepped up and stepped in and showed you how to become a godly man, right? Sure. And I think that is so needed 
for our kids today to have men present in their lives, yeah. and especially when they have a father. Because sometimes situations happen, right? right. And dad is taken away. Happens. Right. And so, but the, the need for a man to step up, that, that's, that's so good. Uh, what church did you go to? I went to Lighthouse Church of God in Christ, so I'm a Kojic baby. Got you. I grew up in, you know, you can't just join in. You got to be born in. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I understand yes, how to, how to, you know, yes, how to get down. And so that actually helped, you know, um, a lot in terms of my um, transformation and giving my life to Christ uh -huh. in college. My whole church, I got stories for days. <laughs> I'm not trying to be up for all day in terms of taking this day home. But in terms of just, like, how things, you know, happen for me um, growing up in the church, uh, I, I got to say this, boy. My mom will always say as a kid, you know, um, you was ordained in my womb, you know, um, before you was even came out, you was ordained to be a pastor. You was going to be doing all this stuff. So I'm like, ah, right, that's cool. But I, I ran away from it. But I think, you know, being embedded in the church, you know, going to Sunday school, going to the church, going to church literally Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday night. Oh, my. Oh man, the, they, 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 they call us drug babies. Man. They drug us to church Monday, drug us to church Tuesday, mm -hmm. drug us to church Wednesday. Yeah, choir service, you know? all that stuff. It's like, man, come on. How much service we got to get Right, have? right. But uh, just being a, uh, a preacher's kid, you know, being, mm -hmm. you know, PK, um, it really, you know, allowed me to have, um, that relationship with the Lord at an early age, where I feel like this generation lacks out on a lot yeah. of that. Um, you know, a lot of churches virtual, a lot mm -hmm. of different things are, you know, I believe, you know, I can serve the Lord from home, but it's yeah. like we've been called by Scripture, you know, by the Word of God to um, to not forsake the assembling of the body of Christ, yeah. to actually be amongst one another because it's not you being served, it's about serving the body. Yes, sir. And so that's a, a really something that, you know, again, my parent, my mom, you know, uh, instead of me, my mom and dad, um, instead of me at a young age, and it's been important to my, my wife and my daughter mm -hmm. uh, to this day. I love it. I love it. So you say your daughters. You have one? I have one daughter. Hopefully I have more. <laughs> but um, my wife is like, I'm going to give you one more, homeboy, and then, <laughs> and then we go home. How, uh, how, how's your daughter? My daughter is two going on 21, the way she acts. <laughs> um, but she's, man, she's my everything. And she got you wrapped around her finger? Wrapped around my uh, finger, Bruh, toe, everything. I know how it go. Mine is seven. I, I don't know if you saw a picture or not. My, I, I, I did. Yeah, you, you got a handful. I mean, do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Like, like she she FaceTimes me. Oh, man. And, and, That's scary. and she tells me what she wants, what she wants to do. Her, her mom's birthday is tomorrow. She's been playing the whole party. Oh, wow. She said, it's going to start at 6. <laughs> Grandma, you pick up the cake. Daddy, That's you good. pick up the chicken. Uh, make sure you call this person. Like, she's been mm -hmm. playing the whole thing. So, exactly. so go ahead and get ready, bro. They, they, they tell us it, it don't get better, it gets worse. Oh, wow. Don't, so, don't so scare they, me like that, man. <laughs> don't do me like that. Man, so um, what do you love most about fatherhood? Like, so, so, and the reason why I ask, because for me, like, I absolutely love when my kids tell me they love me, right? Yes. So they're, they're at age, you know what I mean? My and, daughter tell me all the time. As soon as I walk me? in the house, daddy, I love you. Man, was, so that melts you, don't it? Man, on, on, on the spot. <laughs> you could be having the worst day. And you get that home. everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. so, so. Um, that joy. So, so how do you spend time with your daughter? Like, so here, here it is. I tell dads all the time, we, we have to show our daughters the type of man they should marry, although it's a long time away. Right. You start it now, yes. right? So you pay attention. You affirm her. You love her. You, you date her. Make sure she is taking care. Make sure she knows she's your princess. What does that look like in your world? So to answer your first question in terms of what I love about fatherhood, yeah. I think those two things are in conjunction with one another. Yes, 
Um, I love the the, the responsibility mm-hmm. that comes with fatherhood. Um, in this day and age, we live where you know they call masculinity toxin. I don't think yeah. that there's uh, anything toxic about masculinity. I mm-hmm. think that there are toxic men mm-hmm. that are given a fabricated, you know. A sense of what masculinity looks like. Yeah. So for me, I, I love coming into the game with a sense of I got a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. I can come in and bring a different dynamic. Um, that's that's what I really love about fatherhood and being actually being able to um, change the course of how fatherhood looked for me mm. as a kid growing up. So that's something that I always took upon myself as a young you know as a young man. Like hey, you know, I didn't have a father in my life, but I now have the opportunity to be able to change you know those things yes. for my for my child so that way you know it changes you know what do i say generational curse yep. like, all those things like now nah, like for me and mine you know the lord you know we're covered in the blood yeah that thing that 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 in biblical cord to the generation yes, is, is cut off right and so that along with you know raising my daughter and just you know loving being a a, a girl dad yeah this is it's truly a joy man uh every single day i get to see her um it's it's amazing because I see so much of my wife in her, yeah. as well as myself. But just that beauty that my wife has. Oh yeah. my goodness! I'm just I'm scared because <laughs> I know how I was coming up. Anybody that know me, bro, I was, uh, I, was I was bad. So Bruh, man to man, don't that scare you? It, it, it's it's man. It's, yeah. It's, do you hear me? Yeah, it's horrifying. So, so, I, so I was, you know, I wasn't always a pastor. I, I, I was I was I was out here. And I won't always live for Christ, so I know what you Do mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Out here running wild, living wild. You know? Real wild. You know? <laughs> and so, man, now my daughter is seven, and uh, she came home one day, mm-hmm. and, she, and she said, Dad, I think this little boy in my class is handsome. Like, I wanted to go to school and find him. I, I, I want to see who he was, you know? <laughs> <laughs> who is this young you man? You know what I'm saying? Who is he? <laughs> and so, but, man, it's one of those things to where as they grow up, I'm like, yo, Lord, please, don't let her be like the girls that I knew. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, man, and, and so, you know, they, they say we get it all back, you know, through through our daughters. Right. That it, it calms us down and soothes our heart. Uh, but, man, you spoke about your wife. How do you, how are you intentional about showing your daughter what love looks like by how you love your wife? I think that's uh, something that my main focus is taking it one day at a time. Yeah. In anything that I do. Um, so with my wife, um, I try to go above and beyond um, in terms of loving her the same way that Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. That's my main thing. It's always staying rooted to, to, to the word, right? Yes, sir. Um, in terms of practically what does that look like, telling her I love her all the mm-hmm. time, showering her. her. Her love language is gifts. Okay. So I'm trying so to So you always broke. Basically. And I'm always looking, being a businessman, you know, right. I'm always looking for opportunities and how I can create, yes, sir. you know, opportunities to shower her with There gifts. you go. And so, you know, just... Multiple uh, streams of income. Exactly. You know, things for, in terms of, you know, giving her flowers just because. Right. Um, being able to just say, hey, do you want to go on a date? Just those things and being intentional with the small things. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we get so, you know, as men, we want to conquer. We want to mm-hmm. like, I want to provide in the biggest way when they're literally just asking, hey, just watch this show with me tonight. Yeah. You know, just stay awake. Don't fall asleep. Yeah. Or we watch this, you know, this movie. Things of that nature. But showing it to my daughter is, you know, always being fun, energetic, loving, uh, making sure that if we have any disagreements, it's not seen as an argument, mm-hmm. but more so adults just trying to talk through. You know what I mean? So uh, every being very, very keen into the small details of how things, you know, look. Yeah. I think the, the the perception is everything, but the reality of it is, you know, how do I impact my daughter through the way I love my wife intentionally, you know, one day at a time? Man, so, I, I, I don't know. This man just, 
wrecked me, right? Because um, so many men need to hear this about making time uh, for your wife, making time uh, for, to show an example to your kids on what that example looks like. That, that is major. That is major. And there's so many young couples that may be watching tonight with young kids. And I, I want to I rest there for a couple of minutes, right? Because um, how old are you, Mommy, asking? I'm 31 years old. 31, so cool. I'm 37, so we around the same age. Yes, sir. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, Keep it young. <laughs> but here it is. A lot of young families sometimes struggle with that because they're grinding, they're always moving, they're, um, they're trying to get to the bag, trying to make it happen. Yes, sir. And, 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 and what happens is they start missing each other, right? Not communicating. Yeah. And I think, well, a lot of times they don't realize that kids are watching, yep. that the kids are watching how you're missing each other. Yeah. So the fact that you know that and you realize that now on how important it is, that, that, that's major. Yes, sir. And so I, I just want to, I want to rest there real quick. I want you to help a young couple and a young father yes, sir. tonight that may be married, that may be watching on what would you tell him? Like, like why is it important? to spend time with your fa intentional time with your family? So I, I love this question because I think it allows me to provide a lot of insight in terms of a lot of people like to give some type of like, um, oh, I want to show this, I want to show that. Like, I'm going to just keep it raw and real. This, I'm transferring all the way. And so I failed at that today. Mm -hmm. um, I do a number of things, and I want to make sure that I, I emphasize that uh, I'm a teacher, I'm an educator at Kip Truth uh, Elementary and, and uh, Academy. Uh, I'm also uh, a fitness trainer and uh, uh, consulting business owner mm -hmm. um, of Lubbock Smith III LLC. Um, I am the director of strategic partnerships and leadership uh, for Built-in Realty Group. I am the community development coordinator at Vista Bank. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the co-founder of Camp Exposure Football Account. Mm -hmm. I do a lot you of do stuff. do a lot, yes, sir. And so to, today at, at, at the school, we had an open house. And so I'm trying to do a, a number of different things. Mm -hmm. I got uh, tons of sponsors and partners coming in to, to connect with our school. Mm -hmm. And I remember we had this mm -hmm. for tonight set up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, I got to make sure I get there. And I remember I told my wife she was going to, you know, there was something that she needed to be a part of. Wow. And that wasn't the case. Things changed. Wow. And I failed to communicate that with her. My biggest thing is communication. Yeah. So I failed to own up to my own stuff, wow. right? Wow. And so I called my wife, I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. Please charge it to my head and not my heart. Yep. Trying to give a whole little spiel because I'm going to say this. I'm so soft on my wife. My yeah. wife is so hard on me. And so I was just trying, you know, I was just trying to make yeah. it easier for yeah. myself. Right, right. right. Like, Man, I've been up since 4 a.m. I'm like, I'm trying to make life easy. Right. And so my wife was just straight up like, no, you're not going to no, get up easy on that because your, your, your biggest expectation is communication. You fell yeah. on that. So don't yeah. even give me all that. Right. Just say you sorry and own up to it. I was like, right. I, I own it, I hold myself accountable for it, and I'm, I'm sorry, and, and I'm going to do better next time. Yeah. It's like, we good, babe. Yeah. And so, you know, things like that, I want to be able to share because I'm a young black man who, like I already stated, I'm not going to, you know, beat yeah. over the head. Um, growing up in a Singaporean household, um, played football at the University of Kansas, mm -hmm. um, got my bachelor's and master's. I've done a, a lot of great things, so mm -hmm. my heart is to always keep, you know, striving to do everything that the Lord has come to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it gets hard. You know, it, it's yeah. really hard. You know, and, and I think a lot of times you have that 
anxiety of, you know, always trying to uh, strive and yeah. provide. Yeah. But we have to, we have to, as young men, especially black men, be willing to accept that we're going to fail. Yeah. And that we have to show ourselves grace yeah. when that happens. And just knowing that even if the world doesn't, we have that through Christ and we need to do the same thing with yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And so in that moment, I just have to accept it. I have to do better and move forward. And just knowing that I'm probably going to make the same mistake, right. mistake again. Right. But the thing is always bouncing back, always trying to improve and become better. Mm -hmm. And just know that, you know, your my daughter, you know, our children, mm -hmm. our families, they're going to they want to know how you're going to respond. Right. How are you going to respond in the moment when you fell as a man, mm -hmm. when you didn't were able to provide in the way that you said you were going, mm -hmm. going to provide for the family? Yeah. The way you're going to deliver. You know, you know, I when COVID happened, I was working at a, a, a Division One athletics department. Mm -hmm. We got hit with a $3.5 million budget cut. Mm. I didn't know that in God's plan, I was going to lose my job. Wow. Granted, it's set up for, you know, something yeah, better. Absolutely. You know, but the thing is, I feel like as men, we have to be willing to accept our failures and our defeats, but just knowing that um, it's not really a loss. It's God setting us up for a greater win, yeah. to learn through our adversity, to become the man that God has called us to become. Let me tell you something, and I'm going I'm to I'm divert from my cue card real no, you're quick. Good, you're good. Do your thing. Um, I just want you to know, I don't, we, we met today. Yes, sir. And I don't know all of your story, and we're going to keep in contact after today. Thank you, sir. But I want you to know, you are setting a great example for your daughter. You're setting a great example for other men. And I know the enemy attacks men like you in different ways. Yes, sir. Man, continue to do what God has called you to do. Thank you. You, I, I feel your spirit here. I appreciate it. Right? So continue to be that man. Uh, continue to be who God has called you to be. Because, man, through your story, through your intentionality, through your honesty, you're going to bless so many other young fathers in your age group that need to hear everything you just said. And so I pray that every um, father that was listening to this segment tonight heard Lubbock and heard his heart on how he's intentional spending time with his daughter, how he loves his wife, and how he owns up to his mistakes. That's major, parents. That's major that we show our kids what it's like to take responsibility, what it's like to show love, what it's like to be honest. And um, I, I've blown it. I've blown it. You, you, you can ask my kids. You can ask my kids' mom. There have been times that, that I, I've, I just blew it, right? And one of the best things ever in life is when I was honest with God. I was honest with myself, and I allowed the Lord to heal my heart. And when the Lord healed me, things got better for my family. When the Lord healed me, I was able to communicate better with my kids. And so to some parent that's watching tonight, one, thank you for tuning in. But two, uh, at this moment, I just want you to be honest. Maybe there's some times where you blew it, some times where you messed up, and it's okay. Parents, we will mess up, but God has grace for you. Like, like there's grace for that. That mess up on Monday, grace for that. The mess up yesterday, grace for that. The mess up today, there's grace for that. And so, listen, the thread is going to be a resource for every parent just to let you know that you have other parents walking alongside you as we journey through parenthood together. So hopefully you are being encouraged tonight. Hopefully you are in the chat and you're saying some good things about and some comments about what you're hearing from Tara and from Lubbock. And so we're about to keep moving, but I need you to do something. I need you uh, to make sure that if you are a parent 
uh, with a kid or a teenager that you get them involved in ministry here at Concord Church. We have great uh, next-gen ministry here. Our Concord kids uh, with Miss Keyshawn and Miss Talisha, they do an amazing job with our kids. And Pastor Austin does an amazing job with our students, our coordinator, Lauren. Uh, our whole next-gen team is here to serve you. Uh, Ladarius serves our uh, music department and has our kids singing and sounding great. And there's a space here for them to learn, for them to grow, starting at a young age. And so uh, get them involved. Every Sunday at 9 and 11, we have kids service. The nursery is open and we have teen service. So get, get them involved. And so to get more information, go to our website, concorddallas.org, and to get more resources on how to take some practical steps uh, to be a better parent, go to concorddallas.org forward slash the thread, and there are resources there. If you're watching, make sure you go to iTunes. You can subscribe to the thread right now. Episode one is up. You can listen to it tonight. Go to iTunes and subscribe to the thread and tell somebody else about it. Okay. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and resources, visit concorddallas.org forward slash the thread. Be sure to visit our YouTube page so that you can subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you are notified every time we post a new episode.